Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's Jim with another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. A little housekeeping before I introduce our guest today. Did you know we're about to pass 71,000 members in our free Facebook group? That's pretty incredible. It's a very active group, very helpful, supportive, and encouraging. We love seeing new people come into the group and encouraging them and helping them on their journey. We're very realistic about the journey of e-commerce and Amazon. Anything worth building is going to be a challenge. Anything worth having requires work, blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice. But if you want to hang out with a bunch of people who not only understand that, but they're building incredible businesses, join our free Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com. You can come be a part of the last remaining little ray of sunshine and hope left on Facebook. I think a lot of our members certainly feel that way. They avoid pretty much everything about Facebook, except our group. It's a really fun group. We may move to a new platform at some point. Who knows? But for now, it's serving its purpose very well. We'd love to have you come join us once a week or so as best I can. I go live as well and meet all the new folks who've joined our group recently. Love hanging out, having an interactive time. And it's a good chance for you to see as well 1,500 tagged success posts in our group as people succeed and hit new sales goals and get excited about the trajectory of their business and make a post. Well, we put a little tag on those so you can see how excited they are about our coaching program or their success. 1,500 of those for you to scroll through and be encouraged by. Come join our free Facebook group if you're not a part of it yet. Well, hey, today's success story isn't necessarily all that much of a success story. We heard from many of you over the years as we've been doing this podcast, and we've got hundreds of amazing success stories, and you can scroll back in time and listen to so many of them. But we heard from many of you who have said, hey, I want to hear the struggle stories. I want to hear from people who aren't quite there yet. What mistakes did they make? Maybe they're still digging out of some of those mistakes. What advice are you giving them? What trajectory are they on? We love doing those too. So we've done a handful of those lately and we're mixing those in with the other success stories that you've come to love about this program. Today, you're going to meet a lady named Teresa Clark. She's recently come into our coaching program. So she's a coaching student. She's recently signed up for our Proven Replens VA program, which to explain what that is real quickly, we train virtual assistants for you and then you can hire them and they work only for you. So you can go train a virtual assistant yourself or you can have us train one for you. And that means that they come ready to start working for you. And when they start working for you, there's a bit of a learning curve and we're still involved and they're learning your system and you're getting used to them. You're going to hear the very early stages of Teresa's experience with our Proven Replens VA program. She speaks very highly of Kyle, the guy running it. And you can certainly, again, listen to multiple episodes recently where we've had students on who are using that service very successfully, but Teresa's new to it. The big mistake you're going to hear her talk about today, there's a couple of them. One of them was the fact that she was buying just too many units of the inventory that she was testing and trying to establish her momentum on Amazon, instead of buying just three or four or five units to test the different successful underserved listings. This is even before she found our community. <laughs> she was trying to do retail arbitrage by buying 15, 20 or more units. And she just spent a bunch of money without tracking her numbers very well. 
and ended up in a bit of a hole that she's been trying to dig out of since she found our community. So that sets up the story a little bit today. She's very determined. She's very positive and optimistic about the future as well because of the things that she's learning from our group. And she's on a great trajectory now. So you're going to hear someone who kind of took a dip and they're digging themselves out and they're now on a good trajectory. That's the story you're going to hear unfold today. A couple of the things I want to give you a little heads up before I bring Teresa on. We talked quite a bit about leads lists today. And I go on a bit of a rant about why I'm not a big fan of leads list. If you are paying money once a week or once a month to get a bunch of leads, these are just products that you can go buy. It's like, hey, here's all the stuff you should go buy today. And you get in that list. Well, that's not a long-term plan for stable growth in the model's that we teach. And I just don't know a lot of people who have built an amazing business that way because if the list is any good at all, well, it's going to get passed around and sold and resold and spread around. And pretty soon that list that has a great reputation is a list that has a terrible reputation because so many people are buying off of that list. We're not a fan of leads lists. We've never endorsed them. If anyone's using them and having success, it's typically because they're using them as a starting point for research where they can find other great ASINs, other great underserved listings that they can sell against. So if you've got someone telling you, hey, just buy our leads list, we'll give you all the leads. No, don't do that. You want to hire a virtual assistant who can work just for you, finding you ASINs that only you are going to go buy and not a whole bunch of other people using the same list. That's the service we offer through provenreplinsva.com. There's a link in the show notes today. So be sure to check that out rather than just signing up for a whole bunch of lead lists. You're going to find product that looks good today. Three weeks from now, there's going to be 50 other people selling it. You don't want to be buying inventory that's on a list like that. Uh, I love that uh, Teresa spends a little time today as well talking about, I'll just set you up with this and then I'll, I'll bring her on the line, okay? We talk a little bit about prep centers. If you don't know what a prep center is, that's simply somewhere to deliver your inventory. If you're shopping online, and you're buying inventory for your reselling business, you can have it sent to your front porch or you can have it sent to a prep center or you can have it sent to a neighbor who preps it for you. That's great. That's a great option too. But more and more sellers in our community are using prep centers. We have a free directory that lists all the prep centers that we know of in the United States and around the world as well. We're we're starting to expand that list. Prepcenternetwork.com has that list. Teresa talks about using a tax-free prep center. I explain a little bit in today's episode, but I want to reemphasize so everyone's clear. There's ultimately no tax advantages to using a prep center that's in a tax-free state. It's a convenience for sure because you don't have to track the taxes that you're paying on your inventory because you're not paying any shopping taxes, any sales taxes on your inventory if you ship it to a tax-free state. But you get all that money back anyway if you track it. A good accountant can tell you why I'm right on this topic. Using a tax-free prep center does not give you an advantage on your taxes. It gives you a convenience for sure, however. So that makes sense for some people. I have no vested interest one way or another. Just want to make sure you're clear on that, that if you track your sales taxes, you get that money back as a business. You don't pay taxes on your inventory when you buy it if you're a small business. So we got that clear. I think that's all I wanted to go over with you today. One last little thing that you're going to hear as a theme today. One of the things that this is one of the reasons why Teresa dug herself in a hole. You can listen for this theme. She didn't know her numbers. She admits it. 
<laughs> she knows it was a big mistake. She was just churning on the hamster wheel. You'll hear me talk about today without tracking her numbers. One of the great sponsors of this podcast is Sellerboard. You can get their information at silentgym.com slash numbers and see the details of the offer they have for this community. It's a great service, very low price that helps an Amazon seller know if they're profitable or not, know which of their ASINs, which of their products they're selling are profitable, which ones aren't. So you can very unemotionally make great decisions on what should I be buying? What should I stop buying and selling? And if Teresa had had that, I think her story would be very different as you hear her diving into it. She didn't find our community until she was well into her Amazon selling journey. Now that she's found us, she's jumped in. She's learning the systems around here. She's on a great trajectory. So enjoy today's story. Let's get Miss Teresa Clark on the line right now. So Teresa, welcome to the program. Hi, Jim. Great to be here. Great to have you here. I'm really excited to get into your story. So how did you discover e-commerce and what was appealing about it? Right. So my initial introduction was through a friend of mine, an acquaintance who my husband and I met through a vacationing club. And I guess our entrepreneurial spirits high-fived and he uh, shared with me that he was a seller through Amazon, which I was absolutely clueless that that was even a thing. I thought Amazon was Amazon, right? Yeah, and sure. Yeah. So he shared with me, you know, a little bit about it and he's had some success and then shared with me an informational, what do you call it? Okay. A webinar or? Webinar. Thank you. Video. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. A little webinar. And so... A couple of days later, that was available. So I got on it, like what I heard, because I'm always maybe not, you know, actively looking, but keeping my ears open, you know, for that opportunity. And what I heard, I resonated with the whole concept. So went ahead and took care of business, got signed up, started the training program, 90-day training program. And kind of got started with that and life happened and didn't really follow the steps that were laid out appropriately. So that was the end of September of, let's see, this 22. So that was at the end of September of 2020. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and to be clear for the listeners, this this wasn't our group. This was just the first Amazon seller group that you'd been exposed to, a friend kind of introduced you in and it didn't go too well. And you're saying, you know, some of it was you just life happened and got busy, that sort of thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So just kind of step back and then jump back in at the end of December, went ahead and started doing some retail arbitrage and got on a leads list, signed up with a prep center and actually had my first shipment sent in on January 4th of 2021. So here we are in uh, November of 2022, just for a point of reference for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. So first shipment sent in uh, January 2021 on the 4th of January and got my first sale on January 10th. So that, that was uh, exciting. And um, so I continued, my time allowed me at that time to do a lot of, of just local 
retail arbitrage, just shopping, you know, from local stores and uh, shipping the product. And so I did the whole circle of, you know, the buying, the, the prepping and the shipping probably for a couple of months. And then time kind of the time I had available didn't allow me to continue doing that. So working a full-time job, that was just way too much alongside of, you know, the shopping, the prepping and the shipping and all that good stuff. So I just began working off the leads list and sending in product. And so that's essentially, that's how I got started. Gotcha. So this takes us through what, mid 2021? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Okay. So if you're having a little success, but it was taking a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. So you started relying on leads lists, which there, mm-hmm. there's a diamond dozen out there. There's lists everywhere. And mm-hmm. you were buying off that. How did it go? Were you making money? I mean, did were, were you heading in a good direction, but you just ran out of time? Or was it frustrating for you? Like, I, I don't know that part of the story. Were you happy with how it was going? Continue to uh, send inventory in and into the prep center Sales were coming in and I really honestly wasn't keeping up with the numbers as far as uh, return profit. But then January of 2022, I got involved with a mentoring group separate, you know, from, from your group. And well, back up a little bit more than that. I did find your Facebook group probably late 2021. And just kind of, you know, was just kind of watching. And I was honestly just kind of, of still learning the whole process and I'm coming up, you know, with, I don't know, strategies that made sense to me. So 20, January 2022, I got involved in a mentoring group that where I began learning about my numbers and what I saw didn't look good mm. at all. So I was working really hard and there was nothing. I was, I was in the red a pretty good bit. Okay. So, you're kind of, it's, it's that hamster wheel experience you can have where you're uh-huh. working hard and stuff's coming in, stuff's going out. You're not tracking your numbers real accurately. And when you finally do sit down and do the math, you're like, whoa, wait, I've been working yeah. hard at, to right. sell inventory at a loss. It, right. You kind of had that right. aha moment thanks to some folks in a, in a group you were in, right? Right. Absolutely. So I honed in on really understanding the numbers and certain uh, things that within our Seller Central account that Amazon looks at as far as the IPI and things really weren't looking good. I, ha- I had a whole lot of excess inventory because I think one of the main things I need to mention is I kind of fell off of the step back from the way I was initially trained to only test, you know, three to five products and took some probably not so good advice. It was a strategy that perhaps worked for someone else, but it I quickly realized it wasn't working for me and my account. And that was to buy you know, 12 to 20 uh, items of an ASIN and send those in. That didn't work well. It, it left me with a whole lot of excess inventory. 
So once I began looking at my numbers in Seller Central, looking at my lack of profit and really realizing I had to start doing things very differently. And one of those things I needed to get rid some of the inventory that just wasn't selling anymore that I had purchased way too many of. And so I began that process and it's, it's been a long process because it took, you know, I spent a year getting there. So I've spent the last several months just getting liquidating or getting some of the inventory, the excess inventory sent back to me so I can perhaps use another platform, you know, to sell it or even, you know, donate certain uh, type items. So learning my numbers was a huge eye opener for me. Yeah, that's something we emphasize constantly. Mm-hmm. So a couple of little lessons for the listeners who are listening along to your story. And, and we're not quite up to modern day yet, but to current day, I should say. But right. so far, the lessons we've learned along the way are it's vital to know your numbers. And we've got a, a good partner to this community who's really helping a lot of sellers dial that in. Are you using Sellerboard by any chance or have you heard of them? I think I've heard of them, but... they uh, um, it, it's If you go to silentgym.com slash numbers, it's a tool that really lays down all your fees from Amazon and helps you track everything. And so you really know which ASINs are top performing, which inventory is really doing a good job for you okay. and which inventory you should get off the hamster wheel because you're going fast right. and selling a lot, but maybe you're not making any money. They really dial in right. all the fees and help out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the one big lesson. The other one you mentioned is being very conservative in the number of units you send in when you test. And we strongly encourage this. And you said you ran yes. into some challenges there, but you know, three, four, five units maybe to test out a new ASIN to see if it's a winner, even if it looks great on Keepa and you're doing all your homework and you're very confident, still only send in a few because sometimes those ones you're just sure are big winners turn out to yeah. not work out. And it, it's it just as much the ones that don't look all that great, but you send a few in to test and they all sell the day they hit the warehouse. You're like, whoa, that's a bigger winner than I realized, but you're keeping your cash free. So mm-hmm. you test small is a big lesson too. Know your numbers, test small. Yeah. You make your money when you buy your inventory. That's a lesson, right? So you were learning right. some of these hard lessons and now you've got some inventory to clear through. You're going to sell mm-hmm. it on um, eBay or Facebook Marketplace. Do you have a plan yet? So I haven't set it up yet, but definitely eBay and um, perhaps some on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah. those are the top two from my vantage right. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, with learning my numbers, it really opened my eyes to a better way of of doing business. And like you said, getting off the hamster wheel. And part of that, part of that as well was realizing I couldn't continue because I was working, you know, full-time job and coming home and sourcing from the leads list and and then buying from the sourced items and from the suppliers and just all of that, a lot of work. So I realized I couldn't continue. And my husband, God bless him, he has taken on the heavy lifting around our house just to allow me the time to to learn this business and to put pieces in place to free our time. So, you know, we can uh, do things that we enjoy. 
to do and to ultimately reach an end goal. So the other thing that I had held back from doing for far too long was to hire a VA. And because I knew I couldn't continue doing the same thing that I had been doing for over a year and expect different results. So learning my numbers was huge for me because it would help me to, with hiring a VA, to know what criteria to expect. So the process for hiring a VA for me was very frightening, just the whole interview process and going through PH jobs or online PH jobs and looking at, you know, at all the different applicants. And for me, it was very intimidating, just the interview process with the VAs and stuff. But I forged through and took the time to do that because I did videos and everything, you know, for training and, and just to hope, you know, hopefully give the VA the best step forward for success for knowing what my criteria is. And so that took, I really, at that point, this probably began in perhaps, you know, June, maybe early July, that I started that process of actively looking on online PH jobs. So I began that process, hired my first VA and great guy. I love those people. You know, they're just, I've met many of them through the interviews and I want to keep all of them, you know, and just uh, put them all to work, but it just doesn't work that way. So unfortunately, after probably a month, maybe a month and a half or so, it the numbers just weren't there. My VA just wasn't effectively sourcing good, profitable products. So it was time to do something different. And I had followed your Facebook group for at least a year at this point, had heard about the proven VA system and also still felt like I needed more coaching one-on-one and just kind of moved me along in the direction that that I was headed. I felt like I'd gotten a better grip on my numbers and getting rid of the excess inventory, getting my account cleaned up, getting my PI score because it was pretty sad. So I ended up speaking with Deborah, I believe. Yeah. That's her name. Yep. And one of our consultants. Oh, she is awesome. She truly is. And so spent a little bit of time talking with her. And actually, I think we had two or three different phone conversations and felt like for the best interest of my business and moving forward beyond where I was at, where I had been, it was time to move forward with the coaching. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going through... For me to spend the exorbitant amount of time it took to hire my first VA would just take more time away from my business. So I went ahead and jumped on the coaching and the proven VA program. So that's where we are now. Gotcha. Yeah. That gets us up to modern day. It does. Yeah. Okay. So how's business right now? 
So things are going a lot better. My Seller Central account looks so much better. I've had to unload a lot of inventory, the excess inventory, and um, it's looking a lot better. I still have some work to do. And kudos to my coach, Travis Sears. He is just, he's awesome. He's a great encourager and gives me a lot of good insight on, you know, for some reason, we want to hold on to some of the inventory, thinking eventually it's still going to move, you know. Yeah, because the emotional time, attachment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, at one time, it was a great was seller. Great. So right. <laughs> right. So Travis has talked me down off that cliff a couple of times and and he was right, you know. So my account's looking a lot, a lot better. And I am actually beginning to see a small profit, even with uh, still getting rid of, of the inventory that isn't profitable. So. Understood. Well, well done. Yeah, that's quite a journey. So you've been experimenting for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you feel like you're starting to get momentum finally. And we like doing these interviews with students who are just, you know, they've been through a struggle. We we don't want to represent this as a business that, yep, everybody who tries it wins big. No, there, there's work, blood, there's sweat, work. tears. You're going to make work. mistakes. You're going to buy bad inventory. You're going to have stuff sit there too long. You got to figure out what to do with it. There's a lot of moving parts to this. Uh, but congratulations to you on sticking with it. And you're definitely you. on a great trajectory now. There's no question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what kind of numbers are you doing now and 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 how much of the work are you doing yourself? So I do have a prep center and even back in June, I, I revamped everything. Even prep centers went to, and I know there are you know different takes on this and but went to a tax-free prep center. The one before wasn't. So the work I'm doing, I have a prep center. I kind of transitioned over from my initial VA to the VA through proven VA. And Kyle is, he is my hero. He's, you know, he just really has helped me work through some issues with my first VA, just not, just, you know, it it really isn't a one size fits all kind of program. And Kyle is just a champ to work with me, you know, to get a VA who really fits, you know, for what I'm, yeah, for my expectations and for and my how's that VA awesome. doing for you right now? Like the past few days, like what's the reality of having one of our VAs finding replens for you? How's that going? Right. Well, we're like I said, we're still and Kyle. He's working alongside of me and the VA. She's doing well, but there are some areas that she's stuck in. That again, Kyle and the team, they're still right alongside of her, encouraging her and helping her to expand some understanding and and her training. So currently it's, you know, it's still a work in progress. Gotcha. So you're not yes. finding any replens yet through, through that VA? I think, you know, we'll see it's still early. I mean, it's only been a few weeks. So the turnaround time in between getting okay. the inventory, getting things sent in and into Amazon. So it's still really early. And um, right. so, so 
you've found some replens, you've sent them in, we're waiting to see the sales results. That's kind of mm-hmm. the stage we're at now. You haven't been you, you haven't been in the program with with this VA very long at all, it sounds like then. That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. I'm with you. That makes sense. Yeah, it, right. it, it is a process. It takes a little time to play out. But uh, exactly. yeah, it, and I appreciate the kudos to Kyle. He does work very hard. And we've got about 400 clients at this point and just mm-hmm. overwhelming number of success stories and thrilled clients. So we, we're definitely heading in the right direction on that front. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, and, and you're using a prep center, you said, in a tax-free state. I want to just emphasize for folks, make sure they understand what that means. A prep center is simply where you send inventory. If you don't want it to come to your front porch, send it to someone else. We've got a whole directory of prep centers at prepcenternetwork.com that you can go look up. And Teresa mentioned she's using one from a tax-free state, which simply means she doesn't have to pay sales taxes on her online purchases. No one does, actually, if you're reselling. You you can get the certificate and apply it to be tax-exempt or... You can just get reimbursed by the state you live in yeah. or by every whatever state for paying those sales taxes. You can get reimbursed or you can use a tax-free prep center and save the hassle. So that's the advantage there. Um, mm-hmm. But we've got a bunch of prep centers in tax-free states and in states that aren't tax-free that, and many of them, I think, even help you track your sales taxes. Sales taxes. So it's not a big issue. But uh, yeah, well done. So you're, you're automating it quite a bit. So do you have any inventory mm-hmm. delivered to your home still? Or is it all prep center? Um, it's all prep center because... Um, and it's all online too, then I suppose. It is. It is. Yeah. Because yeah. you're doing some retail arbitrage initially, getting in the car, driving around. And you know, the crazy part is I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed do too. that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. Maybe you could still right. mix in a little bit of that as your time frees up because you're still working full time, correct, Teresa? I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, yeah. So that's I do look forward to once things fall a little more into place with the VA and I get a steady rhythm going with going through um, the list that she provides and then placing it. Or once I get a steady rhythm going, I can definitely see picking up on some local. Uh, retail arbitrage because it was a lot of fun. It was uh, kind of a challenge that I enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. Now the prepping, the prepping and packing, Jim. I'm just going to be honest with you. I found no joy, no joy yeah, in me that. Either. That's a lot of work. Yeah, me either. No, I've I've yeah. had I've had help with that for a long time. I don't get yeah. into that at all. I'm decent at it. I've done a fair amount of it for sure, but yeah. I'd much rather, you know, that's ten, twelve dollar an hour work. You can hire a neighborhood kid, that's come to right. your garage, or someone who lives across yeah. the street, or you know, or another prep center near you that you drop it off, right? So you don't have mm-hmm. to do that part, but someone has to do it. Yeah. Right, right. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So so what are your goals for the business? Where do you see this heading? So I see over like you said, it's been two years in now. I've learned a lot during those two years. I've learned a lot what not to do. And my goal over the next year is to have two VAs in place and for research, product research, for sure, and to grow a team of VAs of at least two over this upcoming year and to free my time up even more to have one of those VAs to do the ordering. And, you know, just for me, just small steps like that, realizing that somebody else can be just as good at it or effective 
at it, you know, as I am. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that, to having more time freed up and to grow just a higher, higher return. One I haven't been able to realize because of, you know, the person way too many items of inventory at one time. So I'm looking, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I will look forward to meeting with you again in a year to give you my numbers and I'll have a comparison chart. Oh, absolutely. With that determination, the right instruction, you're, you're on the right trajectory. It's every bit as important to stop making poor decisions as it is to make good decisions on mm-hmm. in your business. Meaning if you're buying too much inventory of something that's just not working, that's going to bring everything to a halt on the stuff that is working yeah. for you. So, so knowing what is my good inventory and building a system where you're, where you've got other people stepping in, the virtual assistants stepping in, yes. you've referenced our proven replins VA program. We call it PRV around here. We'll put a link in the mm-hmm. show notes. You can train a VA yourself, like you mentioned. You went to onlinejobs.ph and found hundreds of people who were interested in like, yeah, I want to work for you, right? So filtering through, finding that person. Absolutely, if you know how to do it, you can do it yourself or you can pay us to find one who's trained and we'll continue working with you and them and get them ramped up with you. It's So yeah, you're on the right trajectory now. I think you've got a great deal of caution about not making poor decisions and seeing how important that is yeah, (laughs) kind of proceed slow and steady in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, you're, you've got all the right lessons, all the right head knowledge. Uh, How much time per week? I'm curious, do you have to dedicate to your business? Uh, What's this been built on? So, well, I leave my house at about 6.30 AM to go to work and I get home normally around five o'clock. Sometimes later, you know, depends, but most of the time by five o'clock and Ron and I will normally, you know, Ron, he's, he's just awesome. You know, he'll have, have us a little dinner made or whatever. And sometimes, you know, we'll do it together or whatever. And by six o'clock, I'm in the office, you know, there for a while I was in the office from like six or seven o'clock until midnight or so. But then I came to a place of, uh, I just needed more rest. So currently, and with the VA and not sorting through the leads list, that was pretty arduous. That was time consuming. So currently on the average, I'm in the office, home office after work and dinner from, I don't know, 6.30 perhaps until 10, 11 o'clock. So I get to bed a little earlier. Yeah. So I would say on the average and typically it's Monday through Saturday ish, you know, may give it a few hours or a couple of hours on Saturday. And if it's nothing but listening to a podcast or, you know, a training video on Keepa or whatever. So uh, probably a good 15 hours a week right now. But that's I can see that scaling back to a little less over the upcoming months. Yeah, it's certainly a reasonable goal to to get your time freed up and and scale back. Do you have plans to quit your full-time job or you plan on keeping that for 
for some time. What What's your thoughts there? Like, what's your perfect scenario there? So my perfect scenario there would be in 2025, uh, taking early retirement. And that that's definitely my ultimate goal. And I know it's, yeah, that's, it's very doable. I have a great job. It's can be challenging in some areas, but at the same time, uh, it doesn't provide the time freedom of doing other things I want to do and certain things on my heart that I want to be able to just give my resource of, you know, time and, and finances and things too. So my ultimate goal is uh, 2025, August, as a matter of fact, August 2025, to have my retirement party and just go full on with what I'm doing, which I'm going full on anyway, but just have more time freedom to do the things that Ron and I want to do with our grandbabies and and our children and, and stuff. So... Hey, sorry for the short interruption, but you're going to love what I have to share with you. Let's talk about seller board. As an Amazon seller, do you know your numbers? Are you tracking your profit and loss by ASIN, cost of goods sold? How accurate are your numbers? Seller board helps you get extremely accurate. Starting at just $15 per month, you can know when to buy products, when not to buy products which ones are profitable, which ones aren't, you can really start to dial in your Amazon business. Get over to silentgym.com slash numbers and check out the latest fantastic sponsor to this program. So many Amazon sellers in our community are using it. I'm thrilled that they've become a sponsor of this program. Thanks, Seller Board. Go check out their offer, silentgym.com slash numbers. Just have more time freedom to do the things that Ron and I want to do with our grandbabies and and our children and, and stuff. So beautiful. That's a great goal and very achievable. And I think the mm-hmm. 15 and per hour that you're putting in now while you're building mm-hmm. this thing, that's about all you're going to need to sustain it by then. If if even mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a good number of sellers in our community, for example, who put in just a couple hours a week because they've got a team of virtual yeah. assistants doing all the shop shopping sourcing, Mm -hmm. account monitoring, Mm -hmm. when an issue pops up, a VA handles it. And as you know, Teresa, the beauty of using a virtual assistant, and you mentioned the Philippines and how lovable that culture is and how compatible it is with this business model, because they're tech savvy. They, you know, we're finding so many that speak English well, they learn Mm -hmm. quickly for $4 per hour, which spins like 25 or 30 per hour in their culture on the island of the Philippines. It's just a beautiful model where you can leverage that talent, providing them great jobs, and they're running this whole thing for you. That's the direction you're heading. And I love that mm-hmm. you can you can see it on the horizon and that's what you're building towards. And you've dropped some of your bad habits and you've, yeah. you've gotten on a, a more proven path, more stable path. And uh, I like how we've talked about the buy lists. Maybe we can spend a little time there. We probably created some questions in some, in some people's heads. Anytime that topic comes up, it's a bit of a soapbox issue for me because mm. I've seen it gone. It, I've seen it go so badly, so many times for so many people. I've never promoted a buy list. I just don't because it's, if it's if it's a list of great ASINs that anybody can go buy, 
Well, that's going to get sold. That list of ASINs will get sold and then resold and resold. Someone's going to sign up for it and turn it into their list service of the month. And pretty soon, if it's on a list that's getting passed around at all, it's going to be useless. And the pattern you'll see is, wow, these lists, this list looks great. I'm going to go buy these items. And you buy them along with 30 other people. And they all send them in at the same time. And then the price slowly drops because some of those 30 people are nervous about getting their money back fast. <laughs> there goes the price. So, so learning to find them yourself yeah. is the key. And that's what these virtual assistants that we train is they find inventory just for you. No one else is seeing the leads that they're out there sourcing. And there's millions of great ASINs, but you just yeah. don't want to be buying them off of a list that someone else is putting together unless you use it as maybe a research starting point. Um, but if it's just a buy list, you're like, oh, my buy list is here today. Go buy all these things. Man, unless it's coming from someone who works only for you, odds are it's just a list of stuff that's going to tank in two weeks. And, I've, and so I, that's that's my take on... So, just, and there's exceptions to that for sure. But, okay, you know, so what, I'm what's so glad. Experience? Yeah, I'm so glad that you circled back to that because and really kind of taken myself off the hook a little bit. And I did make poor judgment and purchasing way too many items of, you know, a, you know, just one ASIN. That, that was a bad decision on my part. Now, the other part of that was the whole lease list or buy list. Just that, you know, everything looks really, really good until the other 30 or 50 or however many leads lists, participants or whatever, buy their five, even if they only buy five and there's, you know, so that was another uh, issue with the inventory sitting there because the price would tank or, you know, Amazon at times would jump on, you know, the list. So I'm not a fan of leads list unless they are used to, going what we call going down the rabbit hole to yeah. a, a research own. starting point like oh that's an interesting yeah. brand i've never seen before i'm going to do some research on that yeah. brand yeah 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 but, not, but so, not the asin that's listed on the buy list mm -hmm. that was a that was a tough another tough lesson for me mm -hmm. that uh leads lists in the long long run are not going to serve you well and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's the uh, the path of least resistance that gets followed by many, many people in any business model is not a good idea. Yeah. You know, follow the herd, get slaughtered kind of mentality. If someone's saying, yeah. hey, just push these three buttons and you make money. No, that yeah. low-hanging fruit that you just don't have to do any work and the money just... Kind of, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Anything no. No. worth having requires work, effort, energy, time, a new skill set. Some mistakes will be made. And so anytime uh, I see a lead list, I feel almost an obligation to say, hey, uh, great, I'm happy for you. That's cool. But here's what's probably going to happen. Because I've seen, I don't know, at this point, 100 different lead list companies pop up and come mm -hmm. and go and services and come and go. None of them. It, it's the irony of it is almost comical. Right. If you're not good at it, you're not going to have any clients. If you are good at generating leads, you're going to have a lot of clients and you're going to yeah. say, wow, I want to serve these clients. And there's a lot of them. And then they're all using it. And then inevitably some of those clients are people that just sell the list to other yeah. people. They sign up like, yeah, I'm an Amazon seller. No, they're not. <laughs> they are right. a buyer of multiple lead lists and they 
you know, they accumulate all those lists and then sell their own mm-hmm. mega list. <laughs> and it yeah. and suddenly it's just completely watered down and useless for so, the clients are. Yeah. So definitely that was one of those aha moments for me that again, I was like, I can't continue doing the same thing. I'm doing and expect different results. So yes, the definition of an insane right. buy list. Yeah. Was, yep. Yeah. And one of the things that I really appreciate about a the coaching problem well i don't know i'm sure each coach is different but travis has um kind of enlightened me on diving a little deeper within keepa and Mm. getting leads that way absolutely yeah and with the proven va there's the different methods or whatever that they're taught it just takes the leads list off the table yeah. And yeah. yeah, good for you. Well, you're on a you're on a great path with a great trajectory. And hey, what, what are your sales goals like? What What are you hoping to wrap up? You know, here we are in November of 2022. What's it looking like? If you if you know approximately, and and what what are you hoping to do in 2023? Have you thought that through? So I haven't haven't like really put the goals down on paper. So really clean up aisle on. <laughs> Clean up on aisle 2021 <laughs> has been just that. So I hit, as a matter of fact, I'll add this. My biggest sales month was in November of 2021. And I hit 10,000, a little over 10,000. So this November, I don't know, honestly, with the cleanup still going on, and still the transition with the VA. I don't know. I really haven't. I don't have a good projection for the closeout of this Q4 or, you know, this year. But certainly 2023, I don't know. I know that I'm going to go far beyond where I'm at because I'm just doing, you know, things very differently. Well, I, I think you're more than capable based on what I'm hearing of having a you know hundred thousand dollar year in twenty twenty three minimum. Yeah. If not twice that. Oh, right. I'm yeah, I definitely I hit a hundred thousand in sales in June this year. For the rolling one year? Right. 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 Gotcha. And so so certainly for next year, I definitely am on the path for at least 100,000 in sales. And maybe even, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to go a step further and say double. Yeah, I, I think it's very reasonable, very realistic, assuming you have mm-hmm. the funding for the inventory, which, you know, yeah. it's, that's $30,000, $40,000 worth of inventory purchase, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get well above that $100,000 mark. And that's... Sounds very doable. You've got the virtual assistant getting that dialed in. You've got your prep center. There's plenty mm-hmm. of people in our community who are doing six-figure months without mm-hmm. seeing or touching their inventory using virtual assistants that we've trained using a prep yes. center, like you said you've done. So you, you've dialed in. It, it, we've eliminated buying bad inventory. That's the right. biggest challenge, really. You've kind of understood the system for a while, but we've, mm-hmm. we just needed to eliminate that bad inventory. And the reason I... I like sharing stories like this is because it's just, it's a great illustration. You know, typically the people who have crashed and kind of struggled were the people who started off trying to launch a private label brand. That's 
predictably disastrous 95% of the time. But you also see the people who jump in and like, okay, I understand. I'm not going to launch a private label brand. I get it. I'm going to do the arbitrage thing, retail and online. Well, that doesn't guarantee your success. <laughs> you can still make a, a lot of really bad purchases and send them in and they just sit and the prices drop and you don't know your numbers. There's a lot of ways that you can steer that ship through. You know, it, it It's calmer waters than private label, but you can still, mm-hmm. you know, run into an iceberg here and there and not even realize yeah. the damage you're doing to your business yeah. Yeah. Um, until you look back over the year and your accountant's like, oh, congratulations, you've got a big uh, $8,000 <laughs> write-off for the year. Like, wait, I worked my tail off for a write-off? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, it, 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 that can happen. So you're doing all the right things. You're heading in the right direction. You've got your, hopefully your confidence intact because it's been a, it's been a two-year journey for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll say I've said this before, Jim, and it bears saying again that I haven't been a very good student in certain areas, you know, of the training. And I'm certainly the poster child for what not to do. <laughs> so, but nothing's, you know, nothing's a loss. I've learned a whole lot from it and I know what not to do. <laughs> and I definitely know what to do now and losing, losing, you know, the fear of letting go and having that VA to do the sourcing and eventually to do the purchasing. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited today than I was when I decided to do this in September of 2020. That's for sure. That's fantastic. Yeah, you've kind of learned all the ways to mess it up and you're still hopeful. (laughs) The only mistake you haven't made, and we all make a bunch of mistakes, but you didn't decide you're going to launch a private label brand and have it shipped to your house from China and fill your garage with 10,000 units. And now, (laughs) right, you you haven't done that one. That's the mistake we hear a lot around here. And and that's typically when people find us and say, man, I wish I'd have found you sooner. But there are other ways that you can step in over your head and, and make some bad inventory purchases. And yeah, test small, learn Keepa, yes. integrate virtual assistance into your business mm-hmm. over time. You know, $4 an hour, that's a pretty valuable asset to add if they're bringing value to your business. Man, it, that's hard mm-hmm. to turn down. So yeah, you're on a great trajectory now. And I appreciate your transparency today. Did you have Thank any you. questions for me as we start to wrap this up or anything else that you wanted to bring up or, or dive deeper into? I can't really think of anything. I had a list of little bullet points and I probably went off of every one of them. We appreciate just transparent conversation. That's yeah. I think that's what listeners value the most about this is yeah. it's not practiced, it's it's not rehearsed and it's not just the big shiny object, you know, wow success stories. We've got hundreds of those, but it's yeah. the very real, raw, hey, here's where I'm at right now. Am I doing that's this right. thing right? You yeah. know? So yeah. If if there's any other subjects you'd like to dive into or anything else that was on your list, I'd love to. I can't think of anything. You know, you did mention uh, Keepa. The more and this, if there's anything else I could say to encourage the seasoned seller or the new seller is no Keepa. I mean, mm-hmm. the more I have become acquainted with the Keepa graph and the numbers, it's easier to know to see the potential of that ASIN maintaining a good, being a good seller, but still not buying too many of them. Yeah, exactly. 
uh, understanding Keepa, it's a tool that does something that only it does. And I explained that in podcast episode 369. For those who haven't heard that episode, go listen to it because I dive deep into the competitive advantage that that tool has. A lot of other tools out there that cost more than Keepa um, integrate Keepa functionality because they purchase mm-hmm. the data, the information that only Keepa has, and they integrate it into their tool. <laughs> but the least expensive way to get access to the stuff that Keepa does is just to use Keepa. And I talk about that in podcast episode again, 369. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it allows you to really make solid choices on which products you're going to purchase and invest in and, and flip for a profit and which ones to avoid. It's the best yeah. tool out there, hands down. I agree. Yeah. And, and so the, the more you learn, and there's always more to learn, they they scrape a mm-hmm. lot of valuable data that you just can't get anywhere else. Uh, yeah. So there's some some very valuable things there. It sounds like Travis has been helping you dive a little deeper into that, your coach. Yeah, he definitely has. That's time yeah. well spent for sure. Yeah. But, Travis is a rock star. I just want to say that. You know, uh, I've watched his his podcast with you several weeks or maybe, I don't know, maybe a month prior to me signing up with coaching. Mm-hmm. And when I saw his name come up as my coach, I was starstruck. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. I appreciate him. Well, something a little trivia. Many people don't realize this, but uh, you've got about 70 coaches on our team now and only a couple of them are any, live anywhere near me. Travis goes to the same church I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, I see, I don't, and I don't see him that much because I think he goes to the early service and I go, I, I'm the sleep in, go to the late service guy. But yeah, uh, yeah he's, uh, we, we've known each other for quite some time, really good dude. And I'm proud of all of our, all of our coaches. Just an incredible group of people yeah. who have built amazing businesses and, and have some time to share and spend with uh, with our students as they come in and, and say they're interested. But it's been great getting to know you a little bit, Teresa. I appreciate it. Well. I love the initials of your uh, Teresa L. Clark, TLC. That's TLC, awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I've, it's been great hanging out with you today. And let me just talk to the listeners as we start to wrap this one up um, for just a moment. Thanks for hanging out with Teresa and I today. A bit of a different episode. Like I told you in the introduction, we have many amazing big success stories, but we've heard from a lot of listeners who've said, hey, I want to hear some struggle stories. I want to hear from some people who are new to the journey, or maybe they've been working at it for a while and it hasn't quite taken off yet. They're learning some hard lessons. That's why we do these episodes. And I love that Teresa said, hey, have me back in a year. It's going to be a beautiful story. And I fully believe it will be as well. Uh, So we've got the whole gamut of different types of interviews around here. And I'm sure that you'll benefit from listening to a good 15, 20 and just hearing the different stages of success and struggle uh, of all the sellers. Everybody goes through struggles. Again, anything worth having, it requires a struggle, right? But on behalf of the entire podcast team, all of our coaches, moderators, administrators for our Facebook group, we're about to pass 71,000 members. If you're not in there yet, get over to silentgym.com. Join our Facebook group. Teresa mentioned how useful it is. We certainly love hanging out in there. People all over the world doing the models that we teach, helping each other out. It's completely free. Come hang out with us. There's no good reason not to. And God bless you, business building warrior. As I wrap this one up, we will have another great episode again for you very, very soon. We'll talk to you then. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Before I let you go, one short reminder We are so grateful to our new sponsor to this program, Seller Board. If you haven't checked them out yet, get over to silentgym.com slash numbers. 
This is the software that tells you if you're profitable or not. It helps you track all of your expenses, your KPIs, sales, refunds, advertising costs, all of it. Profit, loss. This is tremendous software that fills a gap in the marketplace. Many successful sellers in our community are using this tool to help them know which of their products are profitable and which ones aren't. You'll love Sellerboard for just $15 a month starting. You can really dial in and know how your business is doing. Silentgym.com slash numbers. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.